Welcome to another episode of From Worn to Well. My name is Crystal. And I'm Tanya. And we are continuing our journey of helping women to move from being worn out to becoming well and whole in the Lord. All right now, so get ready for another episode of From Worn to Well. Hello and good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of From Warren to Well. I am Tanya. And I'm Crystal. And we are so excited to um, have you joining us um, this month. It is May. Happy May. We got some, hopefully we got some May flowers going on and you're enjoying all of spring and all that it has to offer. We just rejoicing in this day that the Lord has made. And so we are so excited this month um, to begin a conversation about mental health. It is May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, this week, if you are listening to the broadcast between um, May 4th and May 8th, it is um, Maternal Health Awareness Week as well. Um, both topics that are near and dear to the hearts of me and Crystal. We have worked in this world of mental health, maternal health, families, women, children for many, many years. Um, and so we're excited to just be able to um, pour into the hearts of those who are listening. We have a special guest, but I'll introduce her in just a moment. So let's put our hearts before the Lord um, and open up in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just come to you this um for this episode lord god and we just give you all the glory the honor and the praise lord god your your word um gives us instructions for life and so we are excited to hear about how the holy spirit is going to reveal how you can minister to our hearts to our minds to our total and complete bodies lord god so um our our guest crystal and myself we're gonna hide behind the holy spirit and we're just gonna let us you you're gonna let us be used by you lord so that mm -hmm. you get the glory the honor and the praise it is in christ's name we do pray amen 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 and so we are excited to have dr marlena webster of Gracewell Therapeutic Services on the line with us tonight. Marlena, I have had the pleasure of knowing her for at least seven years, 2014. Yeah. Yes, right? So mm -hmm. we um, we helped, we were part of a founding team for a local ministry here in Hampton, Virginia. Um, and so Marlena is a, uh, a daughter of the King, first and foremost. She is a beautiful wife. She is a mother. She works. Um, in the mental health world as a clinical psychologist, and she's the owner of Grace Wealth Therapeutic Services. So I'm excited to hear how the Lord is going to use her tonight. Um, we, you know, we're going to talk about the taboo of mental health and in the church and you know, some believers are like, go to counseling. Some believers are like, no, you just need Jesus. And so um, Marlena is, is, is a champion for both Jesus Christ and um, seeing individuals become mentally well. And so she was the first and only guest I thought of for this month. And so uh, we are so just excited to have her here tonight. Thank you so much. That was such a lovely intro. Thank you, Tanya. <laughs> You're welcome, girl. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so we are 
excited to hop into this topic. So Crystal, take us away. Yes. All right, everyone. So for today's episode, we're going to be coming to you from Romans chapter 12, verse 2. So and also, um, as we go through, I want to go ahead and encourage you to go ahead and grab your notepad and your pen if you don't already have it, because we're going to be going through scripture and giving you all some um, just some key points, some takeaways to help us all, not just y'all listening, but us as well, so that we can make we can achieve mental um, wellness. OK. All right. So we're going to read Romans. Like I said, Romans chapter 12, verse two. And so it reads, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. And so that was from that was the um, new international version, but I wanted to also point out the Amplified version, which is going to draw out that scripture even further so we can better understand it. And so, and it reads, and do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. Amen. Amen. Indeed. And I always um, love the amplified version of scriptures. Um, so t- typically when I study scriptures, I'll study whatever version of the Bible I have and look at the amplified version because I mean, it does what it says it does. Amplify. So I love to see that expanded um, interpretation of the word of God. And so we just want to start off by saying the Lord talks about mental health, right? So he may not call it mental health. He may not use that specific verbiage. But of course, that scripture um, of Romans chapter 12, verse 2 tells us that he tells us, tells us that he tells us, right, to renew our mind, right? This is where um, one, so that tells us that the mind gets uh, weak, it struggles, it has its moments, right? And so we have to renew it. Um, And renew is not used in a past tense. It's not used in a one and done type of scenario. It is a constant um, action that we should be doing with our minds. So we are transformed and by the renewing of our minds, amen? And so we just wanted to assure you that um, Jesus, in achieving mental wellness, because that's going to be our focus for tonight. Amen. We're going to talk about mental health um, and we're going to talk about achieving that mental wellness um, because we know that in whatever community, human community, right, and down to your specific demographic, that mental health can be such a taboo topic. Um, and we're going to touch on that tonight. It can be such a taboo topic, but make no mistake, mistake about it, right? Jesus 
God, our Father, the Holy Spirit ministers about our mental health and he desires for us to be mentally well, right? Mm-hmm. Anxiety um, is talked about in the word of God. Y'all know I've referenced Psalms like several times. <laughs> I don't know why David, that's my homeboy if I had to pick one. But he goes like all of the different, when you think about mental health challenges, right? Anxiety, worried, fear, uh, depression, David goes through all of those. Um, And so he doesn't talk to his right hand man or his left hand man. He goes to God the Father. So that's the Psalms from front to back is a good demonstration of how our mental health, our our mental wellness is discussed um, in the word of God. He tells us, you know, there's several scriptures telling us not to be anxious, right? Mm -hmm. Not to be worried. Um, because, you know, this is not what God has for us. He wants um, us to be um, dependent upon him. Um, so he is addressing these mental health challenges that we hear about that we may even experience ourselves. Amen. Um, he talks about a sound mind. So make no mistake about it. The word, the, the word of God absolutely addresses this topic. Marlena, what do you think about that? Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I think, um, you know, when you mentioned the piece about anxiety, one of my favorite scriptures is Philippians 4, 6, to not be anxious about anything, but in everything with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. Um, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And um, I feel like that scripture is the Lord's way of recognizing that, yes, you will be anxious. You will experience times where um, your values don't align with what's happening in your life um, or it's not what you anticipated to happen. And that's okay, um, but don't stay there um, and recognize that um, you can come to me. You have a father who loves you, um, who wants to be able to hear from you um, and to hear what you're struggling with and also to turn your heart to a place of gratitude and thanksgiving, um, which is something we talk about often um, in mental health care of, yes, we acknowledge that this is happening for you. And also um, what is still happening that's going well. Um, And, um, you know, there are several verses that go on to first Peter um, five and seven, cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. Um, And just these constant reminders that we have a father who knows we have a savior who came into flesh here um, and is able to recognize all that we could come up against um, and has been tempted on every side. And so understanding uh, what that can be like and also being there um, as our comforter and our counselor. Indeed, absolutely. Amen. And Crystal, what about you? Yeah. And so, well, one thing that I was thinking as I was going over this, you know, just thinking about this scripture, it just just was, was pointing out how God, it's his will for us to be mentally well. You know, of course, you know, and, and when you think about the church, you're more so focused on this, your spiritual wellness, you know, growing, you know, de- developing spiritually. But God loves us so much. He doesn't want us to just focus on that area, just that Mm. one part of us, Mm -hmm. because we have to remember that God, he's a triune God. You know, he's God, 
he's Jesus and Holy Spirit all in one. And he created us the same way, how we're just not, we, one, we are physical beings. We're physical beings. We have a spirit and we also have our, our mind as well, you know, our will, our emotions. And so God, he doesn't want us to just be healthy or, or well in one area. He wants us to be well across the board. And that includes our mental health as well. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I love the fact that it brought that out in that scripture, how it's, it's God's will for mm-hmm. us. He wants that for us, you know, for us to be mentally well. Amen. Amen, indeed. And I know that um, it's great to hear that the mental health profession um, or your specific practice and your specific style of of, um, conducting um, your practice, you encourage folks to look um, beyond the challenge, beyond the issue, and looking to becoming more grateful. And it ties in beautifully what Crystal just shared about mm-hmm. how it's the Lord's will for us to be well, you know. And so that is one reason why, one of the many reasons why we decided to talk about this is because, right, we recognize and we can address that we're tired, we mm-hmm. are worn out. Um, but we are constantly trying to pursue God's will for our life. And we can recognize that gratefulness, gratitude, thankfulness um, puts us on that road to becoming healthier and mm-hmm. to becoming well. So no matter what um, the diagnosis may be for you, for me, whomever, like gratefulness and thankfulness can get us to that path of wellness. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so... Um, and so as we look at we you you saying, okay, you know, Crystal, Marlena, Tanya, I hear you guys um about this topic, right? And so one of the key things I want to be able to share, just encouraging us, um, and we're gonna minister to women. Um, I know men have their their journey and their journey is is just as challenging, maybe even more so than women. But for us ladies, I know that we carry a savior complex. Um, each mm-hmm. of us operate in a specific role on this call, um, um, mothers, wives, um, you know, who, et cetera, all the million hats we wear. And so it can be so easy to adapt that savior complex. So as you're assessing your wellness, right, we're talking about that tonight. You may say, I'm not well because I'm wearing all this stuff, but should you be? You know, and mm-hmm. that's the question is that, um, are you operating as if you are a savior? And I don't, mm-hmm. and I don't care if it's like for your children, for your husband, for your family. Um, it's a difference between being a caregiver and being a savior. So I mm-hmm. want to release us all tonight. We are not saviors. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. I want us to, um, walk in that truth. We are in need of a savior and that is Jesus alone. And so, we really want you, just like Crystal encouraged us, let's take out our notepads and our pens because really it's time to assess how mentally well we are mm-hmm. and what are those changes that we can move into becoming well. Um, and so one thing that just as women we do is you know, we operate as, as saviors. Um, and you're not a super anything. You are an amazing mother, an amazing wife, an amazing daughter, right? But you are not super amen um you you know it's okay to call out for help and support and know that your mental health and your health is just as important and whoever you you care for humility 
and achieving mental wellness is key. How, mm-hmm. what do you ladies think? How can we encourage um, those who are ministering to tonight? Yeah, I think that's such a, a good point. Um, and I agree that I can see so many women um, getting caught up in that, myself included, um, mm-hmm. thinking that I need to be able to have all the answers or to solve all the problems for um, family or for clients that I work with. And going back to the focal scripture for today, uh, I'm so grateful that we serve a God who recognizes that um, we are tempted to conform to this world um, and we have an answer to get out of that. Um, and the scripture, so just, I'm just looking at it, it's like, do not conform any longer. And so that's mm. a recognition that it's happened before. Mm-hmm. Um, and there has the potential to happen again, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And mm. um, that renewal piece is an ongoing process. It's not just, mm. oh, one day I'll get there and I'll be done. It's a journey. Um, yes. And it's a continual piece of like, it's almost like weightlifting. You're building this mm. muscle of um, renewing your mind and allowing yourself to focus on the promises of God rather than the um, failures of this world. Mm. Um, and Um, I think as we consider how can we help ourselves as women and other women, um, you know, going back to your, what you said in the beginning, Tanya, of loving Psalms, there's so much richness in Psalms. And um, one of the pieces there is rest in me, take refuge in the father. And um, I think we need that reminder as women that we don't have to always be that place of refuge for others. We also need to um, go to our father and take refuge in him as well. And um, something that um, our pastor said on Sunday um, from Freedom Life, he was uh, talking about uh, grief and um, how it's such a tricky type of uh, just situation to deal with and to um, sort of try to be that person that is a savior for grief. And there's really not a lot of right words that we can say. Yeah. Um, but oftentimes we can find ourselves getting caught up in like trying to quote scriptures or say things mm. that sound spiritual, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily speaking to the heart of um, what the person is experiencing who um, has lost something or lost someone. And something he pointed out from the scripture in first Samuel chapter 16, verse one, where um, Samuel was mourning the loss of Saul mm-hmm. Um, the Lord said, how long will you mourn for Saul? Um, since I have rejected him as king over Israel, fill your horn with oil and be on your way. And so within that, um, the be on your way is not stop mourning, um, stop experiencing this or to quickly have this flight to health. It's okay, continue on your way. And that may be where you continue to carry this grief that you experience. Um, and also that fill your horn piece is an acknowledgement of you may be empty right now. Mm-hmm. Um, this grief has taken a lot from you and it's okay to need to be refilled. And mm-hmm. um, for us as who are caretakers, um, mental health providers, caring for children, caring for family, um, caring for whomever, there is that constant temptation to um pretend that we have our horn full all the time mm, rather yeah. than recognizing that we have to refill our horn. And um, he pointed out something that was so cool. It's like the process of even creating the horn where um, you cut it off from the dead animal and there's 
filling in it. There's flesh mm-hmm. inside. And so there's a process of waiting for that to dry out and then you empty it out and then you can fill it up again with um, oil. And so um, it's, you know, us thinking about for ourselves as well, coming to um, the Lord, recognizing how um, empty we can be mm-hmm. and um, how we may have poured out um all of who we are for whatever the cause may be. And he is waiting and wants to refill us um, and to give us that space. And um, yeah, I just, I think that it was such a good word for me, um, Mm -hmm. you know, just thinking about as being mental health providers and again, being in just different roles in our lives, there can be so much of a focus on what can I do to give to someone else rather than pausing to think about, okay, I actually need to make sure that, I have something to that's already filling me to be able to pour out into someone else. Yeah. Amen. 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 And so one thing that I want to encourage all my women, all my ladies who are listening right now, um, that there, because there is a lot of taboo and stigma around mental health, especially Mm. in the church. And one thing while I was thinking about this not just in the church, but in, it could also be in how you are raised. Mm -hmm. For example, Mm -hmm. um, I was always raised. My mom would always say this, that what goes on in this house stays Mm -hmm. in this house. Mm -hmm. And so I grew up with that. And when things were going on, I remember one instance in particular, when I was in the fifth grade, that was right around the time that, you know, my cycle started and there, I was a lot going on and I just started crying <laughs> and my teacher took me outside. I was like, Krista, what's wrong? You know, and I wanted to tell her so badly, so mm-hmm. badly, but because I was afraid mm-hmm. to tell something just so simple as that, you know, that I didn't say anything. And I just said, I just want to go home <laughs> versus just sharing, you know, what, what was really going on. But like I said, there is a lot of taboo and a lot of stigma around mm-hmm. mental health, you know, because of that, you know, people don't want to be ostracized. They don't want to be labeled as, you know, that crazy person, like they cook for Cocoa Puffs mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. And because mm-hmm. of this, that people may be afraid, literally, mm-hmm. to seek help. And mm-hmm. they may never even admit that they have mental health issues. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I know that might be in my family, but, you know, that's on that side of the tree. Mm-hmm. That's on that branch. You know, mm-hmm. I'm on this branch over here, but it's on that branch. over. You know, it, that's not me. It's them. <laughs> it ain't me. And the mm-hmm. thing about it is that if you are struggling with mental health, um, anything, you can be anything across the spectrum y'all if you are struggling with anything you do not have to stay stuck yeah you need to know that we like i said we all we all have mental we have we uh, we have a mental mental health everybody has a mental health yeah mm-hmm. everybody has yeah. a mental health that is part of your health of yes. your body and mental just like you got a physical body you mm-hmm. have mental health as well and so I want to let you all know that you are normal. Mm. If you look, we've been dealing with COVID, this is year three that we we are entering in with COVID. And if you you are listening to the sound of my voice, I'm pretty sure that you've dealt with some mental stuff going on because simply yeah. because of COVID, not in any. You can include everything else, 
but just because of what we've been through as a, a, a the globally, mm-hmm. <laughs> we yes. all what you're going through is normal. And with yes. that being said, do not be afraid to ask for help. Yes. Because the thing is that God wants is his, his word. It said that God wants us to progressively be mm. changed mentally. And I looked this up and that God, he, it, this means that he, that we can achieve mental health gradually mm. in stages and that we can proceed step by step. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that there is a time and a place where God will allow people to be delivered just in yes. a, you know, a blink of an eye. That can happen. Oh, yeah. You know, not downplaying mm-hmm. deliverance, not downplaying anything. Oh, that's what happened when Jesus was on the earth. That's that's what. No, there mm-hmm. is a ministry of deliverance, but mm-hmm. I'm not talking about being instantly healed. Sometimes God will heal us instantly just like that. But sometimes God will allow us to be healed as we take those steps forward, as we do Mm -hmm. what he is telling us to do. Mm -hmm. So don't be afraid to seek help. Do what you have to do. But the thing is, before we can start changing in our minds, we have that nothing can get started nothing can shift in our mindset until we do the what first things first is admit that we need help and so something that's really been that's heavy on my heart because I know we're going to get into the testimonies later on in the episode (laughs) but look (laughs) y'all but the thing is that it's really heavy on my heart especially because with what I do for my work I do um I do depression screenings for all of my clients mm-hmm. that come in mm-hmm. and I always tell them. So when they deal with, I always do a check-in cause you know, we them in and COVID y'all, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. for all of my moms who score high on it, I always just ask them, I say, Hey, have you ever been to counseling? Have you ever thought about it? Mm-hmm. You know? And immediately like, Oh no, I'm not doing that. I don't want them mm-hmm. to think I'm crazy. I don't want them to think I don't want them. Look, it's not about what people think. It's about what's going on with your mental health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, you can go to, if you want to see a psychiatrist, if you need to, you can do that. If you want a counselor, a psychologist, you can do that. If you need to go to EAP, if you work in yeah. and your job mm-hmm. has that benefit, you can take advantage of that. If you need to get a life coach, do what you got to do. If you need to go and do spiritual counseling, do mm-hmm. what you have to do. But then what I really want for all of you all, just like I tell my clients, you know, there are time and a place for us to get uh, 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 assistance from our family, our you know, our peeps like that and our mm-hmm. friends. But there is come there comes a time where we need to have that unbiased opinion Amen. from somebody that don't know us, that don't you know, they they not going to go home with us. They not dependent on us. They don't you know, they're there specifically to help us with mm-hmm. whatever issue that is going on at that time. So yeah. don't, I know we're used to going and going to big mama and then we're used to that, <laughs> but I'm just going to encourage you all just to, just to, just to strongly consider mm-hmm. going and getting counseling. You can do that. However, God leads you, but, and it doesn't have to be forever. It could just mm-hmm. be for a few sessions you know, but mm-hmm. just do it for your own mental health. Amen. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Indeed. And I 
Um, I love that, Crystal, because, right, we know that we will go to a uh, our primary care, right? You, you stub your toe, you get the flu, you're going to go to the doctor, right? And you don't have to go forever, but you're going to go, you're going to get that support, and then you're going to get on the road to well. And so if you're willing to do that for your physical body, then you have to be willing to do that for every part of you. And just as Crystal shared, um, that we all have mental health, right? And so that's why we're talking about achieving mental wellness, right? Because is your health good, you know, bad, poor, okay, neutral, whatever the terminology may be, but it's, but it's important to assess that and to get the appropriate, um, make the appropriate connections, amen. And so, um, like, you know, I always transition to this point in the episode, like, hey, okay, Tanya, I hear you. The Lord wants me to be well, right? So practically, how can we make that happen? But y'all know before I hit the practical, I got to start out with a verse. And so looking at, you know, we want to, if we're not, if you don't catch this already, we want to make sure you catch it. Counseling is okay. Mm -hmm. And I love how Crystal broke down the, the various um, individuals, right? Now, we all have a big mama, our mama, we love her, she the bomb, she raised us, et cetera, et cetera, or our daddies or whoever, right? But however, um, okay, Siri, see, y'all, we just have life all happening in this episode. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, even Siri said counseling is okay, but in all seriousness, <laughs> counseling is okay. Um, and the word of God tells us, for by wise guidance, you can wage your war. And in mm-hmm. abundance of counselors, there is victory. Amen. And so I agree um I, I can't help but to go back to Marlena's key point of um that this road to wellness is a process amen and uh, when she said the song the Samuel verse or it touched on my heart streams so I'll say that for the testimony period <laughs> um and then we you know with Crystal d- demonstrating the various um counselors that are out there for us um and so yes it's okay go get that help, go get that, that, that leg of support, um, making it even more practical, fight for your peace, amen, mm-hmm. um, because we know from a spiritual perspective, and just even from a natural perspective, there's war waging in our, in our minds, we, and I'm going to talk about that in just a few moments, how we absolutely have an adversary who wants to snatch your sound's mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have to fight for our peace. So let's look at the practical things. Do you need to turn off the news? I know, and we're here mm-hmm. in um I'm here in Hampton, Virginia, um, and the baby Cody who went missing and I, just to you know, just to make it real, like he's like four or five blocks from my house. Mm-hmm. Me and my husband made the decision to turn off the news because our hearts was just breaking on day one, day fourteen, this little boy hadn't been found. Well, I'm tripping. We had to turn off the news. So I'm telling you that works. So turn off the TV. Is social media a source of anxiety for you? Delete it. Yes. It's okay to be disconnected from social media. Say yes, right? Say yes to your homegirl asking you to hang out. Say no. If you are absolutely exhausted and just don't feel like hanging out because your home is your peace. You're right. Your home is your peace. Amen. Um, I am an advocate for journaling. Some people are crafters, right? But you, we have ultimately, we're, we're encouraging you to find healthy ways to cope. 
um, with that anxiety, with that worrying, with that stress. And I can't stress this enough. And me and Crystal work in very similar professions where we kind of assess families for depression and um, things of that nature. Um, tell people when you're not okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be the road to well, when you can verbalize those words and, and actually say it, your journey can begin by just saying, like, you know, I come and ask you, how are you doing? And you tell me, I am not okay. Like, there's things going on, right? Um, and you want to be, use wisdom, right? And who you share with, but at the same time, please do share. Amen. And so, um, any practical applications from you, Marlena, regarding achieving mental wellness? Yeah, um, and you, you, um, you and Crystal have both hit on quite a few um, with just this piece of talking to someone. So, um, in psychology, we have a term of externalization, and um, the whole premise there is to get it out, get out your thoughts, get out your feelings, get out whatever is happening for you. And it can be getting it out by talking to someone about it or writing it down. Like you said, Tanya, journaling about it, using creative ways to be able to express your emotions um, or your experience, um, you know, uh, singing, whatever that thing is, but getting it out is such a great first step because when we don't talk about it, when we don't try to express ourselves in some way, we continue to internalize it. And so then it goes from uh, not only being where our mental wellness is um, in danger, but it's also our physical wellness because our bodies will start to manifest the um, psychological experience that we're having Mm -hmm. if we're not uh, releasing that. And that can be in several forms. So it can be where you notice that, you know, you're feeling really stressed today and there's a lot of tension in your shoulders or you hold Mm -hmm. that tension in your lower back or your palms get sweaty or you start to have headaches or, your um your stomach feels uneasy um and it can also get to the extreme where you start to have um somatic symptoms where you have temporary paralysis Mm. um and which would be what we call conversion disorder and so we really do want to support people in getting out their emotional experience in some way um also like tanya said Turning off the TV can be helpful in so many ways. So mm-hmm. not only with giving us peace of mind um, about what's happening in the world, but also as we're preparing for sleep at night, um, turning off the TV helps us so much in the sense of oftentimes we dream about the last thing that we saw or that we were mm-hmm. thinking about. And so um, if you're someone who's had traumatic events in the past, it may not be the best idea for you to watch the national news and to see what's happen- happening mm-hmm. in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Um, or to, you know, to Tanya's point, to see that, you know, this child has been missing for several months and we haven't, you know, gotten many answers. And so, um, and also making yourself have what we call a buffer zone before you go to bed. So, um, especially if you're someone who struggles with insomnia, because poor sleep leads to poor cognitive resources, which then leads to us not being able to focus well at work, um, us being irritable with people, um, us forgetting what it is that we need to do. And it also contributes to more depression. And so mm-hmm. if we can make our sleep a bit better, then we can oftentimes contribute to that mental wellness. And so um, that buffer zone can be turning off the TV, turning off the devices, um, and just allowing ourselves to sit and meditate on the word of God, 
um, and to focus on what it is that he is telling us about ourselves rather than what our minds are trying to tell us or what um, other people who are not um, really supportive of us, what they may be trying to tell us about ourselves and really listen to what is the one who created us telling us about ourselves. Um, it can also be taking a bubble bath or, um, you know, just doing some stretching, but allowing ourselves to have a quiet space um, and to uh, start to close out some of those outside distractions. And then also the light from the TV, the light from our tablets, the light from our phones, it imitates the light from the sun. And so it's giving us the signal that it's time to be awake rather than to actually go to sleep. Um, and so that's a practical thing. Of, that's a small change to make that can help to make our sleep better. Um, there are so many apps out here that can help with um, supporting us in um, building that muscle of mental wellness. And so there's an app called Breathe to Relax and that you can, it syncs with your smartwatch. It reminds you to do deep breathing throughout the day. And the power of that deep breathing is that um, as I mentioned earlier, when we start to not express the emotions in our body, will start to show us um, breathe to relax or just breathing in general, deep breathing helps to sort of counteract that where it turns off or reverses our body's autonomic nervous system and supports us in being able to calm down by regulating our breathing again, um, helping to get some of that um, ease back within our digestive system um, by just, again, doing some deep breathing. And what happens is that our mind eventually catches up and will help to slow down itself as well as our body is intentionally slowing down because of the breathing. Um, there are apps that we can use to track our sleep. So there's a um, cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia coach app that we can use to track what's happening for our sleep and to see, okay, well, maybe today I was super stressed at work and I only got five hours of sleep, but on a day where I got up and exercised in the morning and, um, you know, limited my sugar, then I was able to sleep eight hours at night uninterrupted. Um, and then, also outside of the apps, connecting with people. So it can be a trusted um, mentor. It can be, as um, Crystal said, a life coach, a psychologist, mm -hmm. a counselor. We have so many people who are getting into the mental health field now, and it's still not enough, quite honestly. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, if, if folks are listening to this and are, inter are interested, we, we, you know, say that perhaps this is another sign to um, pursue that passion mm -hmm. uh, because that's not yes. the happenstance either. Um, and, and that's an aside, but just, you know, to Tanya's point of, the scripture calls for us to surround ourselves with counselors yeah. um, and to take on good counsel. And also thinking about there are many members in the body of Christ and each of us has a different role and a different mm -hmm. gift. And um, I strongly believe that um, those of us who are really called to um, supporting others in mental health care have gifts of exhortation or um, encouragement of others, um, also of imparting knowledge um, and just caring for people and supporting with healing um, of the mind. And so that's an aside, but um, mm -hmm. definitely reach out to those that you trust. You can use um, uh, websites like Psychology Today to find um, mental health providers on every level um, so that's your LPCs, LMFTs. Um, so that would be your marriage and family therapists, your um, licensed uh, practical counselors, 
all sorts of levels, your psychologist, your psychiatrist who can provide telehealth. Um, so doing the therapy via video or um, seeing you in person. Um, they also list out their specialties there in particular for black women. So there's mm -hmm. the, um, the website yeah. therapy for black girls, excellent okay. resource to find um, black therapists, black female therapists um, who are in your state or in your area. There's also a wonderful foundation that I just learned about recently. It's called the Loveland Foundation. Um, it was created by a social media, um, I don't know, she became an influencer, but she also was um, very instrumental in like, looking at uh, educating uh, uh, um, folks on like white privilege and um, discrimination when we started to have the rise in um, police involved um, shootings. And so Rachel Cargill is her name and she created what's called the Loveland Foundation. And they provide vouchers for 12 free sessions for black women and black young, um, black young women um, or black girls to get therapy for free. Um, and so you just have to go to the website and apply for it. And then they'll send you vouchers um, on a regular basis um, once you have found a therapist that um, fits your needs. And so um don't let money be something that stops you either. Um, I know it can be sort of daunting to think about, oh gosh, you know, it's going to be $150 to go see this person. Um, but there are resources out there to support you. There are quite a few providers who do sliding scale um, to meet your needs with, you know, just meet you where you are. And also think about, it's an investment within yourself. So, um, you know, we may go get our hair done, get our nails done, and that can easily run up a bill of, $200. Um, and not to say that there's not worth there, because I think that we definitely do start to feel better as we, um, you know, look the way that we want to. And it's also thinking about what's happening for us internally. And so um, being able to be mindful of that space too. And so, um, and, you know, uh, you know, we have uh, resources that, that are just abounding. Uh, Crystal mentioned EAP. Um, so that's your employee assistance mm -hmm. programs. Talk to your benefits manager, um, your HR manager about what options do you have available. Again, those will be for free. And typically you get about um, eight to 16 sessions, just depending on um, where you work. And that's a free therapy each year. And so yeah. um, these are things that we um, in our community may not know about or um, may be afraid to take advantage of. And so, um, but you know, I just hope that we can continue to reflect on there's so much power in community and that community doesn't yeah. need to be a huge group. Um, you can have a sense of community with you and your therapist or it can also be where you're engaging in group therapy, which has the benefit of you being able to see that you are not alone in the experience mm -hmm. that you have. Um, and something that Crystal said earlier made me think about, uh, oh, this, this concept of wondering if I'm normal. And so something mm -hmm. that I tell my clients often is that, you are having a typical reaction to an atypical situation. Yeah. It is not typical for us to have been locked in our homes for 18 months. Right. It's not typical for us to, um, you know, experience inflation that hasn't been experienced in almost 30 years. It's not typical mm -hmm. for us to see millions of people die from a disease um, and millions of others continue on as if life is just, continuing to happen. And so we want to look at ourselves in context and recognize that I actually am having a normal reaction to mm -hmm. a lot of chaos. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and so giving ourselves grace to mm. um, recognize that it is okay to not be okay and that we can pray, we can trust in God, we can speak to our pastors, and we can engage in therapy, all coming together to support our mental wellness. Amen. 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 I hope y'all had y'all pens and pieces of paper. Because <laughs> guess what? I have the benefit of doing going back and jotting down this. Because she was going to find so many pieces. I was like, oh, for real? <laughs> Sorry, I had to put that in my minute. Because I'm mm-hmm. keeping it real. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. All right. And then what I wanted to talk about what we can do practically. One, definitely, we've been talking about seeking help, not just any help, but professional help. And when you all do this, ladies, and when we do it, because I'm including myself as well, Mm -hmm. I want to just remind you all to use discernment. For Mm -hmm. those of us who are saved, we have the gift of the Holy Spirit, who is also a counselor y'all <laughs> don't forget yes. that okay do not forget <laughs> that but we have to use discernment we have to check in with holy spirit when we seek when we seek help um so it can be like i said it could be anybody psychologist a therapist uh, uh, uh any mental health professionals life coaches pastors it can be what whatever professional <laughs> help Mm -hmm. that it's always one thing that I've learned that yes it's okay because I don't want us to get have like a religious spirit now of Mm -hmm. us to go to a certain a specific person all right and I'm gonna clarify that it's okay to go to someone to a professional who is not a Christian all right Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I say that because I've done that before I had to do what I had Mm -hmm. to do (laughs) but I also want to say that it's be it's very beneficial yes. for us as Christians to seek a provider who is also a Christian, because then that's where our values will line. Mm-hmm. Their values will line up with ours, because we have to remember the word of God says that do two walk together unless they have agreed to do so. And that's in Amos chapter three, verse three, that our goal when we are obtaining services for our mental health should be to have our minds renewed because that's what the scripture says. But we have to make sure that if that provide that that provider, if that provider is telling us something contrary to the word of God then we have to let them go and find someone else. And before we can do that, we have to, before we can recognize that if they're saying something that lines up or is contrary to the word of God, we have to first and foremost, we have to stay in the word of God. We have to read it. We got to study and we have to meditate Mm -hmm. on it so that we will know the Holy Spirit when we get that word into our heart as we meditate on it. That's where Holy Spirit will bring things back up to our remembrance. That's where that discernment will kick in, where Holy Spirit will tell us, all right, that provider, yeah, you can stay right there with that provider. They're lying. They're being led by God. Or, uh, baby girl, I need you to go find someone else because they trying to, they're going to turn you the wrong way. Mm. All right, that's real talk, y'all. 
because mm -hmm. we have to remember the word of God also says in John chapter 10, verse 27, that my sheep listen to mm -hmm. my voice. I know them and they follow me. And that was Jesus speaking. And this is something that's very, for me, I always tell my clients, if you, I encourage the one, go, go try counseling, give it a try, yes, you know, yes. go ahead and do the initial Go ahead and do go ahead and do that initial appointment and go ahead and do a, you know at least do that and when you're there you're going to get a feel for hey what's this person about what are they saying what are they advising me to do how was they flowing because some people you know we all got different personalities right we we're gonna keep that real and sometimes yeah. we're just gonna all, like we're not gonna click with everybody but that's one mm -hmm. thing <laughs> mm -hmm. now, I don't want y'all to get that twisted now but yeah. there's also a point when you your mental health is so valuable it's so precious that you have to protect it just like how yeah. god the word of god says to guard your heart yes your mental health that is all a part of your heart because as things go mm -hmm. in to you as you receive things as you receive what people said you as you receive even your own thoughts even the negative mm -hmm. ones y'all all of that is going to go down into our heart all right. And so yeah. one thing we have to be very careful about who we go to that's pouring into us, because when you have that time to chit chat and talk about what you what's really going on, that person on the other side of that desk, that table or that or the couch, wherever you want to be, they're literally going to be pouring into you. So you have to make sure that use that discernment. To yes. say, God, do you want me to stick with this person? And I say this because there was a time where I had to take my um, my oldest son to get assessed for ADHD. Mm -hmm. And I had to go, of course, with that, you got to go through. I went through a psychiatrist um, at that time. And at that time when he was younger, he was diagnosed with it. And when I went in for the follow-up, you know, all right, this is what the, 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 the results is this A, B, and C, and this is what we can do. And he would immediately wanted to put my son on medication. Now, not saying there's anything wrong with that. Mm -hmm. There's medication has a time and a place for that. But it, I wasn't so much, he, he offended me, not in so much of less medication, but he was speaking gloom and doom. He was literally mm -hmm. speaking death over my son, saying that well, if you don't do what I say, then your son literally, y'all, I, I, I'm not making this up. He was just saying that your son is going to be like a zombie. Like he mm. won't be able to focus. It's going to be like this cloud on his head. Like if he go to a bookshelf, it's like he's going to be moving in slow motion. Mm. And God was like, no. And I said, thank you, sir. I took the report. And I said, I will never come back to this person again. I didn't tell him that, y'all. Mm -hmm. But as I was driving away, I said, I will never go back to this person again. Mm -hmm. And God led me to a provider, a Christian provider, y'all, that was able mm -hmm. to help me and my son. So be very careful about who you go to for any for your um to help you with your mental health and definitely check in with the holy spirit because look not everybody is going to be there some people may have their own agendas seriously mm -hmm. but just make sure that whoever you go to their values 
need to be lined up with God so that you are making sure you're ensuring that you are getting what you need for that season. Amen. 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 Indeed. Indeed. And I think about the key word as as Crystal was speaking um, that's coming to mind is wisdom. You know, wisdom and seeking out the wise counsel, seeking out what works for you. Amen. Um, We shared this early on in the episode, but um, this uh, journey to wellness is your own, number one. And number two is the process. And on this journey of achieving mental wellness, the two things that you're going to need, amen, is um, wisdom. And the beauty of wisdom is that you don't have to be a theologian. You ain't, you ain't got to be praying 24-7. You should always pray. Let me <laughs> make that key point. However, my point is, is the scripture tells us um, that when we ask for wisdom, we can receive it. Um, so I know for me, in order for me to be well mentally to start out my day, there's two things I have to do is to ask the Lord to fill me with wisdom for the day ahead mm-hmm. and to put on my spiritual armor. And I say that because um, there is a war for your sound mind. You know, the Lord tells us that we have not been given the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and the sound mind. And think about it, if Satan and all of his devices was able to snatch those three things from you, you would be a lost cause. So the Lord tells us straight up that we have power, love, and a sound mind. So the enemy wants your sound mind. And I'm not trying to scare anybody, but we have to know what we're up against in order to wage this war, right? In order to connect with those um, counselors and to proceed forward with victory. So I ask the Lord to fill me with wisdom and to, and I put on my spiritual armor and I do my best to do a, 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 a sister in the faith told me, she said, we need to put on our armor every 24 hours. Um, she was like, whether that's at night, whether that's in the morning, um, every 24 hours we need to put on our armor. So I'm intentional about identifying those pieces of the armor. They can be found in Ephesians 6 through 10 through 18. So putting on that helmet of salvation, putting on that breastplate of righteousness, putting on that belt of truth, putting on the picking up your shield of faith, picking up your sword of the spirit, and putting on the shoes that carry the gospel of peace. And what this does is this girds you in the faith to be able to proceed forward and ensure that you're going to get well. That helps you on your journey. That's a part of your process. And the Lord, when we think about those pieces, he's protecting those pieces that are instrumental to our walk. So helmet of salvation, where do helmets go on your head? When he protecting your mind, mm-hmm. amen. Mm-hmm. And so when we walk out that, that scripture, um, I believe that we have those pieces that help us on our journey to wellness. Um, and I don't want to, um, and Crystal did a beautiful illustration, right? Deliverance for some has been instantaneous. For some, it is a process. Whether or not it's instantaneous or a, or a process for you, it is still a process regardless. And I say that um, because you can be delivered instantly and you still have to walk that deliverance out. And so I say all that to say there is beauty in fasting and prayer. When you are feeling those feelings of anxiousness, when you're worried, when you're scared, when you just can't break away from that feeling, 
It's you pray always. That is a command that is given to us and the good Lord knew what he was doing when he gave it to us. So fasting and prayer can help restore you. Marlena talks about um, the process of filling up your horn. So fasting and prayer can restore you. Do not forget that you have authority. Amen. And mm -hmm. do by way of the Holy Spirit, right? So we can make those declarations over our mind, over our body, and that journeys us on our way. So declare peace over your mind. Declare, I know in many instances, I said, I say, Lord, I will operate in power, love, and a sound mind. I've said that numerous occasions when I'm feeling out of sorts, when I um, have had my own struggles and my own issues, I have made those declarations and I just have to walk it out. Um, amen. And then I can't go back to this enough. Seek out wise counsel. So Crystal did a great job of illustrating that the journey for you may look different for the journey for somebody else for her son um medication wasn't a part of that journey and what the doctor had to uh, share if no medication was taken wasn't a part of her and her child's journey so they had to move on maybe maybe medication is a part of your journey but you have to seek out the wisdom um you have to seek out wise counsel and so marlena what uh, spiritual applications can you uh, give to the women that will tune in um, I think spiritually, um, definitely to Crystal's point, I, I, I don't know if I can say it any better than what Crystal said, use your discernment. Um, yes. The Holy Spirit is with us as a counselor, as a comforter, as a God, um, and to give us that whisper of a still small voice of letting us know, yeah, this is not the right fit for you, or this is who is equipped to um, meet the needs um, that you have at this point. And so don't doubt those um, those pauses that you have um, when you reach out to folks um, or, yeah, just anything that kind of gives you pause about, oh, I'm not really sure, I'm, I'm uneasy about this person. Or also on the opposite end, that sense of warmth and this mm -hmm. feeling of this is the right person for me, um, this is the right uh feel for me to um, this is the right thing for me to follow at this time um, and I, I I just think there is so much power in meditation um, and we think about it you know there's a practical and but it's uh, it's rooted in spiritual practices mm -hmm. yes. um, and the meditation really means to munch to continue to chew on something mm -hmm. over and over again and so um, it can be even for yourself, finding a scripture to start your week, to start your day, um, and to continue to meditate on that throughout um, your day and your week. Um, I have a lot of folks who use post-it notes, so writing down um, what is it that God is telling you? Um, what is it that you're learning from your devotional? What is it that you are um, seeing in the word of God um, that is feeding your soul and your spirit at this time? Um and knowing that God's word is truth. Um, so when you feel lost, when you don't know where to go, the word of God is there. It's a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. And don't forget that. It can be tempting to, oh, let me go look on social media to see what everybody else is doing, how everybody else's life looks. Mm -hmm. Or let me go on TikTok to see what this you know, person is saying. Like, how have they handled this situation? Yeah, sure. It's nice to get insight from other people. And 
we don't want to forget um, our roots and um, remembering that our father has given us all that we need um, Mm -hmm. within the Bible. And so um, giving ourselves space to go there and to have that quiet time um, to really hear from the Lord and to meditate on um, the word that he has so graciously given to us and that we want to hide in our hearts. Amen. 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 Indeed. Indeed. Amen. And so one thing that I was just thinking about is that for us ladies that we have to remember that Satan is constantly trying to attack us in our minds mm-hmm. and that if one if we if you are not under attack at this very moment just keep this scripture in mind and the yes. scripture is 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 8 which says, be sober-minded and alert. And in the Amplified version, it says, be sober, well-balanced, and self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious at all times. And then it also says that your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. So, ladies, we have to remember that Satan will not stop attacking us until either the day we go to heaven or if Jesus returns before that. (laughs) So we have to make sure that we stay alert. We have to always be like on on watch, like on guard. Right. Because he's always going to try to attack us in our mind. So we just make sure you stay alert. Just how they say, stay woke. <laughs> stay woke, <laughs> stay woke y'all. Stay we got to do the same thing. Amen. Amen, indeed, <laughs> indeed. And I'm really um, in the essence of staying woke, you know, staying alert. I, you know, implying, you know, just as we started out this episode and we were sharing that this renewal is a continual process. So I, we are certainly hopeful and prayerful that you are listening and hearing practical and spiritual applications, right? So that you can um, follow that command of the Lord and staying sober-minded, but staying alert um, as well. And so recognizing, and that's why I said it's important to really be truthful and be honest in assessing your mental um, wellness um, as, you, as you just walk and, and having those those practical things, those um, spiritual things that you can do to help um, continue to build that strength as Marlena shared. And of course, we always like to near the end by making this practical. You know, Crystal and I, our journey is um, to not share anything that we are not either walking through or have not walked through. Mm-hmm. Um, so achieving mental wellness has been a journey that we have woven into our podcast that we are um, achieving wellness right alongside of you. We um, can start off this call, right? Tired. We both have gotten on and said, girl, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Me too, right? Right, so we are have, we're transitioning to well as well, um, and so achieving muscle wellness just a snapshot um, of just my journey is also has been a, a process. I think I have lived. Um, I my, while my mama never said keep everything that goes on in this house in this house, it has definitely been a culture. 
Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a culture of my household. Um, so I can identify with that honestly. And then just talking about the savior complex, y'all, I can talk about it because I low-key be dealing with it sometimes. Try to be everything for everybody. But um, when I miscarried my twins last year, I went into a state of just flat aspect I mean all of the identifying factors of like depression <laughs> um not you know people will ask me if I'm okay I'm like you know I'm, I'm doing all right um but while Marlena when Marlena shared first Samuel chapter 16 verse 1 it hit me um because after so I'm not going to get graphic. It is a maternal health week awareness. Mm -hmm. So there are definitely physical reminders of a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. And then that journey ends. And so that journey had ended. We're talking three months probably. And I physical reminders had ceased and and things were getting back to a, what I call a normal. Um, And I sat up in bed in the middle of the night. And my husband looked at me like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, you're disturbing my sleep. And I was like, I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. And so that was that was a pivotal moment for me in my wellness journey. I had not been coming becoming well. I had wellness. I just got through it. Um, I just got through the physical piece. I just got through the, 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 the mental piece. And I had just got through it. I was not well. But when I was able to say, I am not okay, you know, and he knew what I was talking about. And so he set up. He said, well, how long are you going to mourn? You know, mm-hmm. and so he began mm-hmm. to share. He was like, look, we have experienced this. I have had feelings. You have had feelings. I recognize and honor your feelings. Um, but he was essentially saying to me, it's time, right? It's time to move to that second key point of that verse. It's time to fill your horn and be on your way. And so when he said that, that was a light bulb moment. And then I started my journey to becoming well and recovering, um, truly. Um, spiritually in all other forms. I sought out that wise counsel. I considered my resources. I um, began to be very transparent, like this journey is rough for me. I began to, you know, I began that road to well. Um, so I want to tell you that it is a process and it is not an easy process. And there were more tears and there were more moments, right? But it was, I was able to begin that journey by the word and then seeking out wise counsel was intentional for me and my wellness journey, especially when it comes to mental wellness. So I'm here to tell you, I know it, I lived it. I think I still live it in some pieces with certain holidays and certain moments come around. I'm like, ah, how am I going to feel today? Mm-hmm. And so the journey is a journey, but you can become well. Amen. Amen. I know we are nearing the end. If there is anything you ladies want to share, you can do so. Um, I I really appreciate you sharing, Tanya, and um, that space of having miscarriage can be so lonely, um, at times. Or that was my experience. Um, and uh, I I felt like, um my OB's office just didn't know what to do. Um, Girl, that's another conversation. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I'm sorry. I did a Go ahead. Yes, no, but 
Um, and at that point, I was already in the field um, and actually working on getting my license, which was a whole nother thing. That was a very long process. Um, and that in itself brought its own, like, just hurt and shame of like, gosh, I'm supposed to be good at this. And it's taken me forever to get my license. And I'm having a really hard time with this test. And so in the midst of that studying and then having a miscarriage and like the, um, the, the physician did as much as she could. And for me, it was like another reminder of, man, there are so many spaces where we can have those um, God-gifted counselors present mm-hmm. um, to support in those times. And it's okay that this physician is not that person. That's yeah. not that's not the part of the body that she's operating in. Mm-hmm. And that's totally fine. Um, and it also just, you know, this piece of like reflecting on our testimonies just... It reminds me of why I chose mental health. Um, like just growing up, having um, someone very close to me struggling with um, paranoid schizophrenia and just seeing their experience and seeing how they were still able to function and work um, and also how it impacted their family um, behind closed doors. Um, it just put that, it fostered that desire in me early on. And so it was like, anytime I could have a chance to, um, learn more about mental health and psychology I took that opportunity um, and then when in college seeing uh, folks I was close to there also struggling like that piece of taking refuge in God was so real then um, where it was like yeah I can't I cannot deal with what's happening with this person without refilling myself and without taking Mm -hmm. refuge in God. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I just have to hide myself in my little dorm room and my little space um, and really be intentional about um, understanding what the word of God says about what is happening for myself and also what's happening for other people. Um, And to your point, Tanya, I don't have to be the person to save them. Mm -hmm. Um, That's not my role. That is what Jesus is here for. Um, And uh, but I can't intercede on their behalf. Um, and that was um, yeah. so comforting to me. And I strongly believe that walking in and knowing what God's will is for my life, um, and I don't get it perfect. I don't want to come off as that type of person. Um, but I know that being in mental health is what he has called me to do. And um, it is it's so nice to be in a space where I can breathe life into other people. Um, Mm -hmm. but also to recognize when I need to, um, pause and do that same thing for myself. Um, and so I go to therapy, I need to find a new therapist, but I have been going to therapy pretty regularly myself. And I would say for folks, as you're looking for therapists, you want to get with a therapist who actually is going to therapy for themselves. Um, mm-hmm. where, um, cause if they're not, that's a, that's a flag. Um, and so, um, because we have to learn how to be vulnerable and to reflect on ourselves as much as we want to support people and having that space for themselves. So, um, yeah, it's a, a winding road, but in the midst of all of it, God is there and he's ordering our steps each way to go. And I can definitely say that I've seen where um, he's ordered my steps to make me be where he wants me to be. And he's prepared that there for um, where he's taking me. Amen. 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 And then I just wanted to share um, one 
that I know I've dealt with a lot of anxiety throughout, really throughout my lifetime. I know I've struggled with depression um, and like a lot of sadness, you know, since I was a child. And so last year, I know I shared this with you before, Tanya, but Mm -hmm. um, last year I actually experienced burnout Mm -hmm. last year. Um, And what happened was that God, one, God had revealed, was revealing that to me. But before he did, I had went to my pastors at the time and was just sharing them with them what was going on. And the first lady, who was also a mental health professional, was just, she was said, you're, you need to see a psychiatrist because you're dealing with clinical depression. And when you go see them, you need to go ahead and be open with getting some medication to deal with that. Mm. Okay. But then God revealed to me that one, I went on, went on and did, you know, all right, well, let me, I need to get this taken care of. Let's go ahead and do what we got to do. Right. Mm -hmm. I went on and finally found a psychiatrist, have never been to a psychiatrist for myself, took one for my, took uh, my son for one, but never went for myself. I said, okay, this is going to be a different experience. Okay, all right, we're going to be open to this. And while I was talking, in the midst of what was, in the midst of me going, um, making the appointment and going, it didn't take me long to get in there, for one. And that was, to God be the glory, (laughs) with what's going on with COVID, I got in real quick, real quick appointment. But God started, was revealing to me that, I needed to learn how to say no, Mm. that I needed to learn how to open up my mouth and not be afraid of what people will say, what people, how people are going to respond to me if I tell them how I really feel about things. Um, So God was already starting to deal with me with that before I went and had um, with the psychiatrist. And when I went in for my initial um, the appointment, I was just sharing with her what was going on. And she said, Crystal, you're not clinically depressed. Your problem is that you just need permission to say no. (laughs) And she told me, Mm. she said, Crystal, you are dealing with burnout, Mm. you know? And so that I was like, well, thank you, Jesus, (laughs) which he had, you know what I'm saying? He was, Mm. he was revealing that to me. Um, and just for me to just be careful, you know, just like how I say, you how you have to be careful with people, especially when you hold them, if they're in certain positions, you know, um, or cause I was said, like I said, the first lady who was, you know, I had been to her previously for pastoral counseling, but she was also a mental health professional. How I said, sometimes you got to always use that discernment, yeah. you know, when God tells you something. Sometimes people aren't always, even though they may be the pastor, they may be this, they may be that. Sometimes we look, y'all, let's just keep it real. We don't always operate um, through Holy Spirit. Sometimes we get into our flesh with certain things, (laughs) y'all. And so that's what was going on when I was speaking to, I don't want to get into the details of, you know, the conversation with me and our pastors at that time, but that's what was going on. And I'm thankful that I did go to the psychiatrist, didn't wasn't with her for long mm-hmm. at all. Um, but she was just helping me to be courageous mm-hmm. and helping me to be bold with 
just speaking up for myself, advocating for myself. Mm-hmm. And so since then, and this is all this stuff, y'all, if I can keep it real, this all went down uh, this time around this time last year, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. just to let you all know, um, since then, God has shown me his grace. God has, I just see God's hand um, on, on me and just how he's helped me to deliver me from that, that burnout, which that was just the effects of me just not speaking up and saying, no, I had basically all, I had too much on my plate. <laughs> I, can we mm-hmm. just keep it real? I had too much on my plate. Mm-hmm. I was afraid of people. I was afraid of being rejected. If we can get to the root, I was afraid. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and then in the end, me speaking up for myself, actually, I was rejected. So and if anybody deals with that, I don't know if God wanted me to say that. But if you do, when you do start speaking up for yourself, um, advocating for yourself, some people are not going to like what you say now. Let's mm-hmm. just keep that real. You may deal with some rejection, but just know that you will survive. <laughs> it's going to be okay. It's be all right. Yes, it will be okay. But Amen. through that process, God just um, was just teaching me more about rest. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, he's been teaching me, like I said, how to speak up for myself, knowing that I'm not going to be condemned mm-hmm. if I say no to people. He's been teaching me that it's okay for me to just enjoy my life. I don't need to do 10 million things that I'm good with just, um, just a few things on my plate. You know, just he's been teaching me how to have joy, just to enjoy the quiet. You know how like how Mary was at the foot of um, mm-hmm. at Jesus feet, just listening and worshiping him. And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. God has been getting me back to that, Amen. you know. Um, so I'm thankful that I've recovered from burnout. So thankful for that, y'all, because it was <laughs> burnout is not cute. <laughs> Let me say, look, y'all, it's not it's not cute. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just so thankful one for that experience mm-hmm. um wouldn't wish it on anybody y'all let's just keep it real but mm-hmm. it has given me I'm more sensitive to people who struggle with not only anxiety um depression but also with people who have honestly have experienced burnout Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. And I and I, our hope and prayer is that. And what's beautiful, and I will be transparent with you guys, none of us rehearsed our testimony. <laughs> 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 nope. we, we didn't share one another personal and I do do note we do note prior to our podcast, but it was very minimal on what we we're gonna share. And I say that to say that what I heard from Marlena and Crystal was those applications, those practical and spiritual applications woven throughout their testimony. So I just want to share, just to let you guys know, we are on this journey as well. And it has, you know, I think we have all had um, stories of success or how we are just continuing on to try to build that muscle, to build that wellness muscle um, mentally. It works. <laughs> you know, hey, it works, right? <laughs> what can we say? Rest, <laughs> go white councils, say it no. Oh, it works. We promise. Amen. Amen. And so, um, we just want to say thank you to Marlena. Um, yes, give me a pleasure. round of applause. Thank you so much for your, just your wisdom and allowing the Lord to use you. You delivered so many 
um, important pieces to um, today's conversation. So we just thank God that you are um, one of the um, Jesus champions in the mental health profession is what I think of when I think of Marlena um, and her, um, her, just her work in the mental health world. And so please share as you prepare to round us up, please share about your services. And then we are just going to let you in our beautiful time together with prayer. Oh, wonderful. Thank you all um, for um, having me. And um, I think that you all creating the space for women to reflect on um, how they can continue to be whole is just, um, it's so valuable. Um, and yes, I'm just appreciative of you all creating this space and allow me to uh, join you all in it. Um, and as far as um, the work that I do, so um, full time during the day, I work for um, an EAP company. So um, I, I definitely am an advocate for folks using their EAP um, to um, take advantage of the benefits that they have to be able to engage in mental health care um, and on um, my own time, I have a private practice. Um, it's called Grace Well Therapeutic Services. Um, and um, you can learn more about me through gracewelltherapy.com. Um, and then also I'm um, able to be found on Psychology Today's uh, directory um, and also therapy for black girls. So, um, yeah, I love working with uh adolescents and families and couples um, and individuals. And um, in this current season, um, most of my clientele are Black women, and I love it. Um, I love being able to create that space for us um, to feel safe um, and to be able to um, share and just to, for me to be able to journey with them um, to their healing and whatever that may look like. Um, So thank you again. um, And um, I do hope that this uh for folks who are listening that this is a reminder that perhaps you need it this is the 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 last nudge that you were waiting for um to take that step to um care for your um yourself in a new way um and in a way that you may have been afraid to do before um and knowing that it's okay um, to do things even when you're scared so um and yeah i will go on and close this out um, dear Heavenly Father God, we thank you for um, who you are and for um, you just allowing us to bask in your presence, um, to sit and to be with you, God, and to um, experience all that you are um, and all that you would have us to be. Um, Father, thank you for um, creating us for good works um, and recognizing um, that you have purpose in everything that you do and everything that you've made. Father, we pray that each person, each woman, each young woman, each child um, listening to this podcast um, would hear from you. God, it's not about what we as women are saying, um, but it's about what it is that you want your people to hear, what it is that you are conveying through us. And Father, we pray that um, our words are soaked in the oil um, of the Holy Spirit and to, um, that we are saying what needed to be said. Um, and Father, we pray that um, if there is anyone out there who is questioning their worth, questioning their purpose, um, questioning why are they still here, Father, that they would turn to you, um, yeah. that they would um, look to you as their creator and understanding that um, 
you make beauty from ashes and father that you make no mistakes um, and that you continue to build us up and to walk alongside us in this journey to our mental wellness. Um, Father, we pray that people would um, trust you, um, trust the gifts that you have placed into your people um, and to take those leaps into choosing to do something different, to care for themselves in the way that you would have them to do. Father, we pray that they would first seek you um, and understand your will and know who it is that you are and who you're calling them to be. Um, and Father, that they would take advantage of the hands and feet that you have placed on this earth to support them um, in the will that you have for us. Um, Father, we thank you for using us um, and for uh, seeing worth in us, Father. Um, and God, we pray that um, the women who have felt pulled to be saviors, um, Father, that they would take rest and refuge in you and to look to yeah. Jesus Christ as the one true living Savior. Um, and Father, that they would take some time to pause and to refill their horn. Um, Father, we thank you for giving us your word um, and for giving us just continual guidance of how we can live this life until we get to meet you. Um, Father, we pray that each person who um, hears this knows that they are blessed um, and knows that um, your promises are still being fulfilled, um, even if it feels like it's been a long time. Um, Father, we pray that they would feel your comfort and your love and your grace and your joy and your peace, um, even in that time of waiting, uh, what can be so hard for some. Um, Father, we just thank you and we praise you. We pray for restful sleep um, and we pray for um, just continued rest um, and refuge in you. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. We pray that you were blessed by um, the move of God. Listen, we know that um, it is important for us to pray for one another. So if you are in need of prayer, please feel free to email us at sistershelpingsisters757 at gmail.com. Again, that's sistershelpingsisters757 at gmail.com. And you can also send a prayer request online if you go to our Instagram page at From Worn to Well. You just click on that link in our bio and you can just go ahead and fill out that prayer request and we will be praying for you. So thank you everyone and we hope that hope you will join us for the next episode of From Worn to Well.